Alright, welcome to the Silver Screen and Roll post-game show. I'm your host, as always, Raj Dupalu. And wow, that was that was tough to watch. Um, doing these right after the game, you're going to kind of get the uh, probably more emotional um, reactions to it. And I think that's probably the toughest way you can lose a game. One that I think we had in hand. Um, one that was obviously extremely important. You could see the way LeBron and AD approached it. They definitely uh, didn't want to be 0-3, especially with the schedule coming up we have here. We have a Denver team, I believe, coming in twice in the next two games. You have Minnesota up next as well. It's going to be uh, it's going to be a struggle. Uh, so Portland was one that you had to have. And I had a bunch of notes here of, you know, things of improvement. I thought our process for the first, like, what, two three games and three and a half quarters was right. I thought, you know, even against Golden State and the Clippers, I just thought if we hit some open threes that we'd be fine. And tonight in the second half, uh, we actually did. We we were one for 16 uh, to start in the first half. We finished up hitting, I believe, uh, five threes or something in the second half, went cold again in the fourth. Uh, the Russell Westbrook stuff is obviously what I'm going to get into a little bit later. Um, but I want to start with that because I think just, you know, 0-3 is different for every team, right? We have the Sixers who are also 0-3. But a team that's so fragile in because of how new it is, uh, I thought, you know, there were parts of this game where there was disengagement from LeBron, especially. Uh, he took this he took this shot. It was like 45 feet away uh, with like 14 seconds on the shot clock. Kind of just, <laughs> kind of just over it. And I'm not blaming him for those. I'm just saying like, you know, there's, there's definitely some, it's, these are human players, right? And it's tough to get a full on buy-in if it's not getting results, right? There's only so many times LeBron can go fully drive into the paint, kick out to a wide open shooter and they brick it to where he just doesn't want to take that contact again, right? Like he just does not want to get to the rim uh, to try to kick it out. And I thought, you know, there were parts of that, parts of this game where you saw that um, but yeah, this, this is a, this is a really rough watch. And again, I'll get into Russ a little bit later. I think I want to start this defense, I think is actually like a legit defense that can keep us in games, uh, especially if AD is going to play the way he did, but Darwin Ham has these guys defending. And I think like, that's the one thing I can take from first C games. Now, if you're going to shoot the way they have, it doesn't really matter, right? Like if you're going to shoot 20% from three, um, tonight, would they finish, uh, they finished six for 33, if I have my stats right here, which is 18%. That's just my first note here is margin for error, because that just keeps your margin for error so low. Even no matter how well you defend, uh, it doesn't matter if you're hitting, again, 18% from three. Uh, I believe we hit five threes in the third quarter. Don't think we hit one in the fourth. But again, like six for 33 on shots that are good shots that are and I know, like, people say this is a bad shooting team. It definitely is. It doesn't have any knockdown guys. Our only, like, real catch-and-shoot knockdown guys, Matt Ryan, who didn't play tonight because of the defensive concerns. Um, but, again, 6 for 33, those, are, those aren't just bad shooting. That is historically bad shooting. Um, and coming into this game, we were 2 for 20. Uh, NBA.com, uh, they, you know, they, they call uh, an open shot is when a defender – is four to six feet away and on those shots we were two for 20 which is dead last in the league that number is going to drop obviously tonight 
Um, I think, again, most of our shots were of that open variety. And again, we go six for 33. And again, you can kind of take out the LeBron ones, the LeBron two makes, um, because those are kind of pull up threes. So those aren't really catch and shoot. So really, we hit like four threes, four of our like catch and shoot attempts. When you think about it, that is just not enough. You have, you know, you look in the other side, Dame had six by himself. No one else on Portland really, really shot, you know, well, but I just like it really hurts your margin for error when a team that I think is playing hard is defending well. Um, and in those kind of games, you just have to win, uh, especially, like I said, the schedule uh, that's coming up is going to make it you know, very difficult. You have to at least get this one because in through our first six, uh, this was the really winnable game that you can kind of scratch off this, the schedule. Right. And Minnesota hasn't looked great, um, but they give they bring like a size advantage. That I think is tough. Um, and yeah, that it's, it's tough when you defend this hard, defend this well, and just can't hit an open three. And I don't really know what analysis to give with that. Uh, again, thanks everyone for coming in and listening live. Um, but there's no really analysis to like missing open shots. Right. And again, I think, uh, Patrick Beverly hit one and it wasn't even a catch and shoot. He went one for three tonight and it was on a like transition pull up three, uh, the type of shots that you don't even really want him, uh, taking, uh, Anthony Davis 0 for three. Um, Troy Brown, who, you know, just played today, he went over to Lonnie Walker, one for five. Some of that is also, you know, off the dribble stuff, but they're just gonna have to hit shots, um, especially with uh, AD playing as well as he did. But that was my, I guess, my first point here. Uh, our margin for error is just so low. Um, we You can defend perfectly all game, but if you, you know, if you can't hit an open three, then uh, your net becomes kind of negative. Uh, I want to move on here because I, I think it's it's sad that like AD's game is going to kind of get lost in the ether. I think tonight because of a loss, uh, usually after a loss, people don't really go back and uh, go back and celebrate whoever lost. Right. That's really not how uh, this thing works. But I thought he was just incredible. He, I was worried about what we would do when he's on the bench. Um, and I was right. Uh, the small ball LeBron at five lineups just can't defend well enough. And with us not shooting, uh, it's it's a really it's a real struggle, especially with Kendrick Nunn out there who, who can't defend. His offense has struggled, but Anthony Davis tonight, his stat line. I'll just start from the service level of it: ten rebounds, uh, six blocks. Um, he only had one turnover, twenty-two points. Looked like an absolute monster. Portland's offense is all predicated on their ball screen actions, especially with Dame, but even a guy like Simons, who just could not get anything going against against AD, but. Um, yeah, their whole offense is just predicated on punishing teams in the ball screen, you know, Damon Lillard screen action, pull up. And AD is one of like the few, maybe you can count on your hand guys who can get in a stance, take away that shot, block a three-pointer, take away the uh, pocket pass as well. He did all that tonight. And again, it's, it's sad that like that effort is going to get wasted. 36 minutes tonight. They needed every single minute. I, he probably needed to play 40, honestly, to have the lead that we needed. Uh, to keep, you know, to keep the Blazers off. But um, I just thought he was, uh, he was incredible. He, he moved all around the floor. He ran the floor well. Um, again, he's not hitting jumpers, which, you know, I, I would like him to hit a few of those, but I can't really complain. Only got to the line twice, four free throws, probably need more there. But he did it all on defense. It's hard to ask him to do that and also be the 20 point, 25 to 30 point scorer, which this team just absolutely needs. Plus with him trying to load through the games, um, but he was, he was amazing and it's, he, he was able to shut off the ball screens. He was able to get to the rim. I mean, 
again, it's that's the tough part. And Rob Linka said he's going to wait 20 games. We'll see if, you know, losses kind of um, accelerate that. But uh, LeBron and AD look ready to go. At least, AD at least looks ready to play every single night. And we'll see if this is sustainable. He has to just jump all around. And the way the Lakers are defending, they were a little bit more aggressive with their ball screens tonight. But AD still has to, like, jump out, protect the rim, close out to the three, and also move his feet with the guards, right? He was switched on to Dame Simons a bunch of times tonight. And then you see Jeremy Grant going at him, um, attacking at the basket. He just has to do so much. Uh, to keep us um, to keep us engaged in these ball games, but uh, I thought he was good. I thought he uh, I thought he really put his imprint on the game, and we'll see if that can continue against you know Denver and Minnesota. But to start the season, his defense has been uh, his defense has been incredible. There's there's not much really to say there. He's he's brought it every night, um, and if the Lakers can get some wins, he can kind of get some of these individual um, accolades and and you know, attention, but until they start that, that won't really happen. Um, again, I'll close with Russ. I don't want to hear that. And that, that was the loudest part of this game. Definitely. Um, but, uh, number two, I thought, you know, I thought maybe we found our missing wing rotation, JTA and, uh, Troy Brown, uh, Darvin Ham kind of, uh, tied their minutes together, which I think was smart. Um, if you're, you know, if you're going to play those two, at least have them on the floor together, there really are only wings that aren't named LeBron James, right? And uh, Austin Reeves obviously plays the guard position now with, with them back. But I thought Troy Brown was exactly what I wanted to see. Um, he didn't hit his threes. Like I said earlier, he went, 0 for, he went 0 for 2 from downtown. But the secondary playmaking, the ability to pull up, he had like a pull up two. We ran like a sidelines out of bounds play. Or was he able to curl off a screen and knock it down? Um and I thought he defended really well. I thought our best lineups were with both him and JTA out there. Uh, he finished a plus zero, which I think didn't, wasn't really indicative of like how how well he played. Um, but I thought you know he caught the ball in transition. He was able to to bring the ball up and then just be that three and D guy that this team needs. Uh, he's like six 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 seven, just uh, an attribute we don't have on this team. Um, and I thought him and JTA kind of showed. Uh, if there is a good team here and an okay team here, like those, both of those guys are going to be big parts of that. Um, they're going to be big parts of lineups that are successful. Uh, our second units have been, you know, destructive these last few games, and I thought we found something. We had a we had a lineup of uh, Austin Reeves, JTA, Troy Brown, AD, um, and I think it was Patrick Beverly or or Russ on on the second unit, and that just looked right. And those kind of things just. When you can give just some structure of defense around Anthony Davis, he can become this world-beating monster, right? And then you saw that kind of open up tonight. You have a few wings where the matchup, you know, is not so detrimental to your squad, like on defense, where you don't have such a matchup problem, other than maybe Kendrick Nunn, who might have been out there as well. But uh, you can kind of get AD to, you know, open up and be that, you know, defensive uh, monster there. When you can surround him with wing size, players who can do their role. I think JT and Troy Brown aren't going to score a lot. They're not going to, uh, they're not going to be world beaters. They're not going to hit 40% from three, but they're going to do their role. Uh, and I think for role players, like, I think that's extremely important. Um, and this will lean into Russ as well later. I think just a consistency of knowing what you'll bring, even if it isn't shooting, like I know Troy Brown's going to run the floor, make the right play, make the right pass. JTA, I can say all those same things for him. And those who just kind of understand the game as well. Uh, we had some small ball lineups, which I'm not really a fan of, but 
uh, we had like JTA LeBron screens and uh, JTA comes from the Warriors school where um, teams mostly against the Warriors switch a lot of actions and to like beat a switch, you slip the ball screen, right? So JTA is very good at that. Um, teams do that with LeBron as well because you kind of want to not have him going downhill, right? If, you, if you're going over the top of screens on LeBron James, he's going to get to the basket, um, but teams go under and switch it. Um, so uh, that's kind of what I, what I saw there from those two. I thought uh, they were positives uh, tonight. And again, they're going to have to hit some open threes to uh, make that net, uh, net a little bit more positive. It's, it's more neutral now because of how bad they're shooting, but um, it's, I thought, you know, that's something we found tonight. I thought those two together are, are an interesting combination. Uh, Beverly, JTA, and Brown was a really fun defensive lineup. It really got us running, and that's where this team's going to be best. Uh, we're going to need to run in transition. I thought it was way too much half-court basketball uh, to start, and these threes are we're already not hitting at a, at a pretty good rate. You throw us into the half-court, uh, especially with the spacing concerns, and uh, our the shots are going to become even worse. So I, I thought like this team needs to run. They need to get in transition more. The game was too slow for large parts of it. Uh, we went up 10 to two, came out of the timeout. I believe we chucked two threes. Uh, I think Lonnie Walker um, and I think Patrick Beverly just started chucking. And then Dame was able to get in the rhythm. Uh, really side note, Dame is incredible, by the way. Uh, Damian Lillard is just an amazing offensive engine talent. Um, one of the, just crazy. His threat as a pull-up shooter off the ball, on the ball, is just incredible. I think he dropped 40 tonight. Uh, he had five shots in one in like 30 seconds, and I knew that like he would, uh, he would, uh, he would be aggressive tonight. 15 for 25 for Dave, 41 points. Um, but yeah, I thought JT and and uh, and Brown were were an interesting combination uh, to that. Darvin Ham tied together, and I think that was smart. Um, keep our kind of big wing lineups together and try not to have as many guards. Um, try not to have any as many guards kind of filling the uh, the rotation uh, together at least. And then uh, a couple more before we get to the, the Russ ending the game late. Kendrick Nunn again struggled, and I think you know after just an amazing preseason, and it's only been three games. Like I totally get that, uh, but I don't like the type of shots number one he gets, and I don't like his decision making either uh, on both fronts. Uh, Lakers were on a run. I think we came out of a timeout, got a stop. Kendrick Nunn, zero rhythm, hasn't scored at the rim, hasn't got to the free throw line yet, takes a step back three off a screen where they didn't really create any advantage. And I just think like his shot selection just isn't what I'd like for a player who's in no type of offensive rhythm so far. Um, He's a guy that I thought would be a lot more aggressive off ball screens. Uh, That JTA Brown lineup, I think had Nunn in it running, uh, running actions with AD at center. Like those are lineups that, you know, he should be successful in. Uh, but he just wasn't, and it, and I think he has a few weeks. I mean, Dennis Schroeder is going to come back, and if he's still playing this way, then uh, he might lose a spot in the rotation. I said before they need to uh, they need to really decide on a guard rotation. Uh, Russ obviously is part of that. They need to decide. It, it's too many guards in. Uh, it's too many guys coming in now. Lonnie Walker played 33 minutes tonight. Uh, I think that was needed. I thought he was one of the better guards, even though he went one for five, his threat. Uh, but Kendrick Nunn has really struggled this this preseason, and that's tough. We only have a few non-minimum players on the team, right? It's uh, Kendrick Nunn, Lonnie Walker, and then you get to the big three, right? You get to Russ, LeBron, and AD. Those are your non-minimum contract guys. 
you can't get nothing out of one of your non-minimum guys when the rest of your roster are minimum signings. Like it's a it's a very tough prospect, especially when he's supposed to at least lift the scoring um, for you uh, to take some of that burden off of LeBron. The LeBron Nunn minutes, the Nunn Westbrook minutes, all of his minutes have kind of looked awful so far. I'm still going to give him some time to kind of clean that up, but uh, I don't like his shot selection. I don't like him like his possessions, his decision making off the screens. It's very shoot first and second, which makes sense. It's just he's just not in that type of rhythm. Uh, teams are easily able to defend him, and then on the other side, uh, it's been a defensive nightmare. Honestly, um, his chasing over ball screens has been bad. Uh, obviously, on switches, he's small. I can't blame him for that. Uh, but his effort on the boards as well isn't, I guess, what it was sold. Uh, he was supposed to not be a two-way player, but at least a defensive, you know, impact guy. And I just haven't seen that so far. Um, Clay Thompson shot right over him, which I don't blame him for. Uh, they had him on Dame for a few minutes tonight. I thought that went terrible. It's Damian Lillard, but, you know, I, I just haven't seen what I thought I was getting from Kendrick Nunn that gone in a few preseason games. Um, and that's, that's really tough to accept in a team that's 0 for 3 and just needing, begging for offensive production from somewhere to come, right? Especially on the outside. From Teams are being extremely, extremely disrespectful with how they defend us. They pinch in at the rim. Go watch a LeBron driving lane. It's basically a defender is has their feet in the lane already. And I'm talking about the help defender, not the guy at the point of attack, of his attack. In the lane, there's a guy already there waiting for the drive. And that's the type of defense that they're, you know, that they're playing against us. And that's why, like, it's it's so crucial for guys like Nunn to make them pay. Lonnie Walker hit one corner three tonight, which, you know, I think I sent a prayer up for because um, <laughs> it's been so rare. But uh, Lonnie Walker hit a catch-and-shoot corner three, and it just – it looked incredible, and then, and then I think he misses all of his next ones. But, yeah, it's, it's just tough to watch Kendrick Nunn kind of not have any type of impact after, you know, waiting all year last year for his return, uh, it being kind of sold as, like, he was a not missing piece, but as, like, a important integral part of this next team. Um, and it just hasn't, hasn't uh, come to fruition. We'll see if uh, he can kind of get it going against other teams, uh, maybe against Denver, another drop-back ball screen coverage team. Uh, that you should be able to, uh, you should be able to attack. I mean, you have Nur- Yusuf Nurkic is like in a drop back coverage. You know, you should be able to get to your looks, especially in the mid range. But Kendrick Nunn just hasn't. Um, all right. So, uh, I mean, I don't want to make this like a blame Russ thing, but so 4:42 uh, in the fourth, the Lakers are up by eight. Uh, this is with LeBron, JTA, Troy Brown, uh, AD, and I think Patrick Beverly or Austin Reeves. I don't remember. Russ enters the game at the 4:42 minute mark. The Lakers are up 98 to 90. Uh, the game seems pretty much in hand. You knew that Dame would at least bump up the aggressiveness, but it felt like you know our screen coverages were were right. We were giving up the right shots. Um, the Blazers looked a mess on the on the offensive end. We were getting good shots, I thought. Um, and then the game kind of turned to what the last two the last year and the first two games with our starters kind of have looked, uh, it became ugly. It became uh, very stationary offense. It became very much like a, no one knows where to stand. There was a possession late. I think we were up one. Uh, Russ has the ball in his hands, brings the ball up. And again, this is not blaming Russell Westbrook. I'm just kind of giving the play by play of like what happened. 
Russ brings the ball up on the left side of the floor. Him and AD are on one side of uh, the strong side. And then the whole weak side is, is LeBron. And I believe Lonnie Walker was on the other side. And Russ kind of is motioning to AD and AD is not really, you know, is not really going for it. And then uh, AD comes up to get the basketball and Russ puts his hand up uh, like a, what are we doing? Like, what are we supposed to be doing? And Russ just goes and stands in the corner. And I think it leads to like a LeBron tough shot. I don't remember the exact possession, um, exactly what the end result was, but I remember watching that and just thinking, you know, this is, you know, game, whatever, uh, 24 or whatever of the, the, uh, the three players and still just, there's no rhythm to the game. Um, and there's no meaning. There's no purpose of what we're doing when those guys are out there. I thought the game flowed the best when we just had, you know, guys running up and down three and D guys. Uh, and again, not, it's not just attacking Russell Westbrook. It's just the flow of the game. And I think most people thought Russ wasn't coming back in. And I thought, again, I thought he's played okay defensively tonight. I thought you know, he was lost on Dame a lot. Uh, I don't like, I did, like, I think putting him on Dame was a reach. You know, I think I think uh, putting Russell Westbrook as good as he was, like, I think that was a reach to be like, you're the guy that guards Damian Lillard. Um, I just think, like, what Dame does well kind of is the thing that Russ is worst at. Uh, Dame is a, cha- is a free mover, off-screen, ball-screen guy. Russ is very much a ball watcher kind of more physical type try trying to be more physical type of defender and that's just plays right into what dame's good at but uh yeah the office just looked ugly so russ comes in um 98 90 uh and the blazers obviously go on a 28 to 14 run i think they closed the game on a 15-0 run uh to close that game out um and i guess like my main like takeaway is the role of if Russ is going to play, which it looks like, the role of his game still isn't defined enough to me. It's not clear enough. Or maybe it's being explained. It's just it's still not clear enough to me. There's too many plays. There was a transition three tonight. Again, while the Blazers were making their run, you can see the crowd start to – you can hear the crowd start to really start to moan. But um, he comes up the, – there's another play. He comes up the right side of the floor. The Blazers obviously are not guarding him and takes this mid-range pull-up. I think we were down one or something. And it's just like, why? Why is that shot going up? Why is the – I spoke about this the other day. Like, we should have a counter. If Russ is going to play, we should have some type of counter, right? Because obviously the whole world, me, you know, whoever's listening, you know, my mom who doesn't watch basketball knows that, like, they're not going to guard Russell Westbrook. And the counter to them not guarding Russell Westbrook should not be him taking the shot. Right. There's got to be some kind of flow into a dribble handoff. Again, I said this other day, watch the Warriors. Teams aren't guarding Draymond. The Warriors go into that knowing that. And they have some kind of stuff built in. But it still just comes into this jump shooting. Um, dare Russ while he decides in his head if he wants to you know, show that uh, he still has the confidence to take them. It just looks extremely ugly. And for a team that's 0-3, like, I, I think the confidence on defense as well the buy-in on defense is going to wane as the losses pick up I do think it's a legit you know team that can guard um but they're gonna have to make a decision here there's gonna have to be choices Russ came in with four minutes left I mean I feel like you could have easily just finished this game out we were on such a run I thought things were clicking so well and I'm not blaming Russell Westbrook just the player I'm just saying like even from a team process standpoint it would have been nice to just run away with this one um, just to get some kind of momentum going uh, into the next game. We didn't. Um, and, yeah, those possessions kind of really highlight to me. Uh, and Dame obviously just 
step back three. I mean, stuff that I'm not really sure what you can do with that. Um, but us not being able to score uh, is just is just really rough. Um, not being able to get any kind of points up uh, on the board. Um, that that's tough. You hold, you know, they held Portland to 23 points um, in the second and third quarters. Uh, you hold Portland, uh, Portland scores 28, but you only scored 21 after a 35 point third. Like that's just that's a that's a really rough half. And and you combine that with the shooting. Uh, we have to make a decision. And this was a really rough, rough uh, way to end it. Um, and I'm not sure where we go from here, I guess. You go and play a Denver team that uh, I think is playing well. KCP, Bruce Brown just have looked amazing as additions. Uh, Who would have thought KCP looks good on a good team? Uh, not me. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, they, they look just incredible and uh, look like they're going to come in trying to win. So, We'll see if the Lakers can kind of finally get on the win, get in the win column here. Um, I appreciate everyone tuning in live. Um, this has been the Silver Screen and Roll post game show. Make sure you're subscribed to the Silver Screen and Roll podcast feed, and uh, we will see you after the next game.